0: Welcome to the winter sports season premiere of this week in Molar Crusaders Athletics here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports on Let's bigmo.com. I'm Jason Griefer. We're glad to welcome back uh, Molar Athletic Director Mike Asbeck. Mike, good to talk to you again. Uh, let's let's start right into this. And it's, obviously, we're still navigating the, the pandemic waters here uh, throughout the season. We got through the fall pretty well, we're now into the wintertime. When you're now that we're into the winter season, have you found yourself getting a a better handle on navigating all the protocols and everything that goes around it? And uh, how much overall would you say things have been affected this winter season?
1: Well, there's there's been things have been affected, but I will tell you the the work with all the schools that have been involved that we've competed with has been outstanding. I know we've got protocols that we follow here. I know uh, our fans, I think visiting fans, I think everywhere have kind of learn to accept it a little bit as being is what it is for this season. I mean, it's kind of tough that, you know, we have some situations where a here personally, you know, if we have a wrestling match in a wrestling room, we can't allow fans in there. We have been able to stream some things. Uh, The gym is limited. We haven't had students at games. It doesn't look like that's going to happen anytime soon, but, um, I would say all in all dealing with what we've had to deal with. Um, it's, it's, we're, we're rolling right along and, uh, um, I think uh, it's a testament to our coaching staff and it's a testament to how they've handled not only the protocols you have in place, but the state protocols regarding social distancing and keeping guys separated enough so that we're, if somebody were to be infected, that it would have a, have a minimal impact on the, on the, on the whole.
0: Wanna to touch on something you mentioned there right at the top and in, in the the cooperation you've had with the other schools that you're competing against through in all the on all the various disciplines that you've worked with. Have you noticed it's gone along as things have gone along, maybe that increased level of cooperation, of understanding between schools when you're trying to get games scheduled? If you're having to call again us call a school and say, Hey, we unfortunately can't play right now, or, or is everybody more understanding than maybe they would be under a normal situation?
1: Yeah. Everybody's been very understanding. I think it's, uh, it's um, you know, everybody does things a little different though, too, to be honest with you, because there's nothing, you know, there is some leeway and there's obviously bigger facilities, smaller facilities. Um, So you're able to get, which we found out in the fall for from a football and some of those soccer opportunities to where there were some venues we played at where we were able to get more people in than we were at others. And so Just, yeah, I think everybody's understanding every time when we've been on the road a little bit with basketball and some other with some wrestling things, I think we've noticed some differences in the way things are done in some areas. But uh, it it is a roll with the punches week to week type of thing. And and we're mid-January and, uh, you know, we'll be in the tournament here a month from now or shortly close to it. And uh, we'll see where we're at at that point.
0: It's a busy season right now for winter sports, and that's a good thing given where, where we what, we didn't know what how much of a season we were going to have. So we're, right. we're glad to have that uh, happening right now. Let's start talking about some of your teams that are uh, in action right now this winter. Let's start with your uh, bowling team. Pretty busy week they've got coming up here at least schedule wise. You know we're looking at you know Saint X, Lakota West, and then you've got of course the Quad uh, as scheduled at, at this point here. And of course uh, you look at the GCL standings. LaSalle has been remarkable this season on the lanes so uh you know heading into that and and where we're at right now what have you seen from your team what do you want to see what what's the next step they're looking to take as they move forward especially in the league
1: well coach Beisdorfer has done a great job we've got a young team we've only got uh one senior with Noah um with uh Noah Lorbach um, and you know it, it's it's been tough. I mean, we're four and one currently. We're zero two in the league, and I think the, the opportunities present themselves to get better each time we have a competition. Um, these guys have been resilient, obviously following protocols and, and not having opportunities to uh, to uh, maybe have as much many fans there. And bowling is a big. Uh, if you haven't been to a match, the spectator sport, as far as the motivation that goes along with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's a it's a balancing act of, of trying to compete. You're right. Our league and this some, some of the schools around here are just the best, you know, the best. And uh, trying to build that with numbers and, and the opportunities there have been great. I, I know he's very proud of uh, Michael Lichtenberg, who's a junior and has been leading our team. Uh, with uh, games over 200 and kind of been leading and scoring. And uh, I think through with Noah and Michael and that, that leadership combo, um, some of the other guys have progressed as well. And, and that's, that's what they're hoping to build on.
0: As, they've been, as they were building up into the season, and now that they're you know into kind of the, the somewhat normal routine, if you will, of the season, how much training in between matches are they able to get in Right now, have they have they been able to get out to lanes pretty regularly to get to get the well, practice it, they need in?
1: It's tough from the standpoint of it, uh, you know, availability with the mm-hmm. lanes and you know with the leagues and stuff. So a lot of it's done on their own. Um, but yeah, they have been able to organize practices in between matches and try to keep keep that going. You know, we've got two lower level teams this year. It was the first time in a long time. Um, so you know, building that continuity with the young guys and having them the opportunity to compete and build that nucleus as we get uh as they get older is, is where we're at right now
0: let's move into the uh pool saw saw the team was uh, in in action over the weekend saw some photos of of, of how that went on uh, on social media saw a couple of videos of some races that were uh that were taking place there again over the weekend there uh, how's the team feeling coming out of that uh, ahead of uh, what's coming up this coming weekend
1: yeah, they're, they're feeling good. I, the season just actually got started. I mean, just with trying to get, uh, every, you know, swimming's been the one that's, I think, been impacted the most uh, just mm-hmm. from the facility usage. And, you know, I find it interesting that they're more worried about kids swimming in chlorine-filled pools and being in different lanes than they yeah. are you know, than with some of the basketball things. So some of the protocol for swimming has been a lot more strict than it has been with some of the others. But you know they're progressing uh drew held who's who's doing a great job and he's up for swimmer of the week um so i mean they're, they're doing well i think now it's just they're getting some continuity we're a month away i mean we're gonna we're gonna be starting the tournament here real soon so uh a, 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 a tight compressed season but I, I know they've all been practicing they've all done some individual work and uh you know building up to this weekend and, and the next few weekends to get uh to get some competition in before we get to sectional tournaments.
0: Yeah. It's been interesting going through and trying to figure out, you know, the reasons why some, some sports are able to go full bore and other sports, like you said, swimming it's, it's, it's been, it's maybe been a a little bit more of a challenge here. And and one that I've thought about, at least to me, that may be one of the more difficult ones to try to pull off of uh, as much of a full season as you can uh, is wrestling because you obviously you can't social distance when you're wrestling. You can't just, you know, air wrestle guys six feet apart, uh, so to speak. There, and, and so I'm wondering, you know, how how the team has dealt with that because, and and then we also see that some of the results have come in. They're they're winning a lot of matches, racking up pins uh, here and there. And so, despite the, maybe some perceived, you know, starts and stops with wrestling because you can't social distance, you got to be in close contact. And yet they're still able to put up uh, results there. Have you seen that as well? That it's been, I'm sure you've got to be pleased with the results coming in, that they're able to turn out the results. They are, despite the fact that they don't know from match to match, if they're able to even compete.
1: Well, I'll tell you what coach Lindsay has done from the start of this has done a phenomenal job with our practice sessions, with our workout opportunities from sterilization to small groups, to um, keeping guys moving and, um, it's, it's been amazing. He's done a great job and it's allowed us not to have to dig deep into, into uh, contact tracing as much as we may have had to, if some of the protocols, uh, and he, he a lot of this stuff is on the national Federation level as well, as far as what they've been following, what they've been able to stick to. So in that regard, he's done a great job and you're right. These guys, um, have done outstanding. I mean, currently 16 and five and duels this year, um, you know, this past weekend at Carlisle, we went seven and two in duels and beat Elder first time, I think, since 2017. Mm. Um, you know, they, they've done a great job and they're building towards that. I mean, we've got Kirk Thompson, you know, who went eight and one this past weekend. Um, Braden Zenny, went seven and two. Jordan Johnson, Johnston went to eight and one. I mean, these guys have all built up a lot of individual records, um, but also we're getting a lot of reps which has been outstanding and you're right. The schedules have changed a little bit. Some of our tries um, have, you know, we've had teams bounce in and out depending on what their situations are and our facilities. You know, we, because of some scheduling issues and stuff, we've had to do a lot of our matches up in O'Connor center, which means we haven't been able to allow fans up there um, or we've had tries or duels up there, but uh, we're going to have a couple matches here as we progress in the gym, um, especially senior day. Uh, we'll make sure they have that opportunity. But I think, you know, everybody's been just holding their breath with wrestling, but it's kind of been plugging along. And uh, I think uh, we'll continue to do that. And hopefully we get through a successful tournament uh, as well.
0: Do you get the sense from around the team and talking to the coaches and, and some of the wrestlers themselves, maybe a heightened sense of appreciation for being able to just get out there and compete at this point because they do not know at any, t- when, if, or when they could be shut down and have to go into quarantine?
1: Yeah, I, 100%. I mean, these guys have done it great. They come out and they work hard every time. I know coach Lindsay, like I said, he, he hammers them on stuff and making sure they're doing the right thing to protect themselves and keep, keep the ball rolling. So, um, I, I think so. And, uh, I think, you know, um, we've got, uh, some teams coming over this weekend, uh, to wrestle and, uh, you know, it's, it's another opportunity to, to build on those records and build on what we've been able to accomplish so far this year.
0: Let's move on to the ice. Let's talk about your hockey team. And I think back to last season, kind of an up and down season. We had a lot of youth last year uh, coming in and being asked to compete at a high level immediately. And now a lot of those guys that are back, they're a year older. They've got that experience. And, you know, I look at the CHC white division standings and, Big Mo's right at the top. You know They're off to a really good start this year. They, like everybody else, they've had a lot of games shuffled around and whatnot, but I also look at the leaderboard and I'm seeing a lot of guys up there on the offensive stats, goals, assists, points, what have you, and also in goaltending, save percentage, a couple guys up there near the top uh, of the conference as well. This is another sport that's been difficult to navigate through, but they've seemingly turned it up a notch and, and they're right there at the top. What have you seen from the crusaders on the ice and about how they've been able to just pile up the wins amidst all the shuffling.
1: Well, again, they've done a great job. I mean, we, you went with the Ohio capital, um, you know, they shut that thing down early on and uh, the Columbus schools and stuff. So from a league standpoint, we had to make up some games early and then they brought it back and now we're playing. Um, Coach Gibson's done a great job. Uh, these guys have been phenomenal. I mean, they you know, they've, had a big win against Axe, and, you know, they've they've done some things that uh, uh, have put them in position to make some noise, and, you know, as maybe some of the other schools that maybe are struggling a little bit with some things, taking advantage of these opportunities to be at the top of the standings now and then see where that may lay coming into the tournament.
0: When you go, when you see the results coming in here, and from what I've seen, looking at the results coming in, I'm looking at a... A team that's well balanced, like I said, you've got a lot of guys who are up near the leader in the top of leaderboard in scoring, but you also have goalkeeping. How big is that for a team like this that's continuing to build with a lot of young guys back this year? They're a year older, they're more experienced, but you've got a team that on any given night they can win one nothing or they can go win six five.
1: Yeah, it's been phenomenal. Our goaltending, Warren Stroud has been has been uh, phenomenal, and when you the confidence level when they have, you know, you've got somebody in goal who's going to keep you in the game. And even if you get, you know, it is, is a huge opportunity to be a little bit more aggressive on offense, yeah. uh, to take the, take the puck to them more. And, uh, you know, I think that's been a strategy we've had all year, and it's obviously paid off.
0: And they're they're pouring in the results, as we said. You know, the, the Capital Hockey Conference and the White Division, they're right there at the top, and that's yes. a good thing to see. Uh, going forward off of a, like I said, off of a kind of a tough season a year ago, kind of up and down, but again, viable experience and, and we're seeing that experience pay off this year for sure. Uh, as we're winding on the show here, let's talk about your basketball team. We always like to save them for last because they, they get a lot of attention here. So we want to give the other sports their focus before we talk about basketball, but they continue to look strong, you know, 10 and two on the year. The two losses were a team in Florida and a team in Indiana by four points combined. So you're just a one basket here, a free throw there from being 12 and zero. you know, you, you beat, you go on the road and beat a very good Turpin team uh, over, over the weekend. You hold them some 13 points below their season average. So a really good defensive performance. So now, we're back into league play. You've got Elder coming up and Elder has looked very, very good this year. They're, they're 10 and one right now that they're playing they're playing strong. their only loss came to Turpin just by two uh, about a week and a half ago. It, looking at the way things have gone, Elder has seemingly looked their best when they get it up tempo. they get the scoring up into the 70s, up into the 80s. when the scoring's been kept down into the 50s and 60s, they've tended to struggle a little bit, games a lot closer, and, and that Turpin game was a low-scoring game in that respect. It, when, when you're seeing how this matchup plays out, and maybe in your talks with Coach Kramer, is he okay with it going up-tempo, or would he prefer to keep it low-scoring? Or with your team right now, what, does it matter which style you prefer to play?
1: Well, our, 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 we, we, are, we have some talent, and we've, we've been a little bit consistent as far as you know from quarter to quarter. Mm-hmm. You know we might have we may start out fast and have a set, slow 2nd secondhand quarter um, but I, I don't think the, the the this game dictates the tempo for us so um, you know we played a very low scoring game with Turpin this past weekend and they did a, we did a great job of of uh, of maintaining that taking their best shot in their gym you know uh, and you know we're a little bit coming off of the Myrtle beach trip and coming off a big LaSalle game the night before so. A little tough motivation wise but they they uh, they did a great job End up winning by double digits going away um but you're right let's help this elder's going to be a challenge i mean it's always a challenge going over there to play to be a little different this time around but they've built this team up this team has been we've been seeing it for number four years now this they were great as freshmen and they've just built this thing up and um, you know we're going to uh, have to play well we're going to have to play consistent we can't uh you know, getting down there to them and this kind of team could be a, could be a difficult game to come back from. So, uh, you know, we're just rolling along, and I think when we're playing on all cylinders, we're very we're a very difficult team to beat. If we lack or if we slack in any way, uh, elder is a team that's shown that they're capable of uh, of, of having a night and, and taking it, taking it, taking it to us if we allow that to happen.
0: Well, and to that point, uh, look, looking at how things turn against Turpin. Yet you got the win, as you said, very low scoring, but you came out kind of sluggish, down early, down, uh, down, down by almost 10 points, I think, at the end of the first quarter in that one. You finally came back, got the offense, came to life. The defense started locking things down again, and, and you come away with that win. Uh, are the kids understanding that message from Coach Kramer, especially going into this game right now, that, hey, Elder's no joke. If we come out to a slow start again like this, we got a strong potential of getting beat here.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, yes. I mean, uh, I think the the rest of the teams out that we play, have on our schedule going out can can do that to us. I mean, uh, we have, we have got to be in a situation to where we can uh, manage those uh, those games and, and, and match the intensity of our opponent um, and and do what we do. And if we're able to do that each night in and night out, I like our chance.
0: Lastly, here with the basketball team, I'm looking at the schedule for the re- just for the rest of January, and we'll talk about this as we go along in the coming weeks. But the overall perspective, for the last five games in January are on the road. You have all three GCL teams as scheduled right now on the road, and at the end of the month, a scheduled trip to, to Canton-McKinley. Again, these are all scheduled at this point and, and could be changed at, at any time. As you're seeing the schedule come together and you see these road trips late in January and with a mind toward the postseason – how good of a prep will can this be for the state tournament when you when you can't stay at home? You have to go play on a, on the road or a neutral site, if you will.
1: We've played every – the teams we've played up to this point have, our, have done that as well. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, our schedule is is ch- the most – I would say it's the most challenging in the state. And there's a reason why we do that. We do that to expose our kids to the top level of competition so that we get into the tournament – we're faced with a difficult situation it's not the first time it's happened to us so um, you're right uh, the rest of the way out we've got a lot of games on there that are going to challenge us Um, but it's all in this grand scheme of things everybody makes the tournament in basketball so losing a couple here or there you learn from it you put it in perspective and you figure out what you did to get better for the next go round and and that's that's our mindset obviously league games mean more than anything uh going on right now so we want to take care of take advantage of those but everything else is is a prep for the tournament.
0: And uh, they're certainly looking like one of the best teams uh, in the state, that's for sure, at this point in the season. Still a long way to go, and we're going to look forward to talking more about that as we go along here in the coming weeks. Mike, certainly appreciate the time. Good to have you back with us here once again to start talking about the winter sports season.
1: Thanks, Jason. Appreciate
0: it. That is Mike Asbeck, Athletic Director at Muller High School, joining us for the winter sports season premiere of this week in Muller Crusader Athletics here on Let's Go bigmo.com and ESP
1: Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.